0: hello and welcome to sports best friends Forty smile season a podcast here to tell stories from the city stories from the sea it will be unbelievable and i think it it probably would be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T. Views are my own and I'm recording those views in the Darren Centre of Excellence Studios. And I'm a man once described as the man who puts the whale in New South Wales. I'm also a member and advocate of Men of League Foundation. That The foundation is the charity of rugby league and it is here to support those within the rugby league community who need it most. They help men, women, children, anyone that the Men of League Foundation can get help to, it will. And if you're able to help just once or twice, chuck them a donation anytime on their website or grab a membership, they're $25 a year, or if you've got SuperCoin, get those $1,000 a year big boy memberships. Uh, If that sounds like something you need in your life to help you sleep, to help you feel like a better person, get around it. If you're already a great person, don't worry about it, they'll send you the normal membership stuff Keychains, that kind of vibe, so that you can look how pretty your new stuff looks when you're looking at your khakis. Hit them up on menofleague.com and tell them Big T sent you. We are here with you all over the pre-season bringing you all them footy smiles. Each week we'll feature an article from Footy Smiles and from the old Big League articles. If you want to get involved in deciding which of those Big League articles that you want, If you're not a massive West Tigers person hearing about Benji or Farah, or if you don't want to keep hearing about the South Roosters rivalry, get around us and tell us which one you're looking to hear about. Also, you're listening to this podcast somewhere in the world, so please pause it for a real hot second. Go give us a rating of five. Screenshot that, send it to me, so that I can send you big-time hugs on the socials. And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, brah! Speaking of Footy Smiles, it's the happiest social media account in the world of Rugby League. It waves that positive flag high on the Insta, on the Facey, and on the Twitter machine. And it was curated curated and curated by a man so lovely that he asks words how they would like to be spelt. Jamie underscore 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 B. This week we're looking at Riley's Horn riley horn from the dragons and this post was back from february 2020 dragon star riley horn oh it's right it's Raikia. i've auto corrected it problematically in the intro i'm so sorry Raikia. dragon star rikea horn surprised one of her biggest supporters with her winner's medal and jersey from the nRL nines tournament Pat suffers from epilepsy and cerebral palsy and is a massive St. George Dragons fan. According to Raikia, he has followed her achievements in football journey, supporting her in every way possible. Pat is one of the strongest people I know. His hard work in the gym is so inspiring and motivates me every day to smash my goals just like he does, said Rikea. He has smashed every goal he has ever set and we are all so proud of him. He's a, pan, a champion at everything he does, and it deserves to be noticed. Away from footy, Raikia works in aged care. She's a fantastic person, a fantastic role model, and a fantastic player. Raikia, you're a massive legend. So glad to be re-shedding the light on you, uh, and I'm really hoping that your career is still going well, madam. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. This part of the podcast is about the NRL's official mag, Big League. Articles are from the Dusty Archives of Print Media were graciously donated by a man so generous he'd given away he'd give away his keep. Now for an article from the NRL's official mag, Big League. Articles from the Dusty Archive of Print Media were graciously donated by a man so generous. He'd give away his IKEA instructions even if he still needed them. Ma underscore Aaron. This week we are reading from March first, 2012, titled "Ready to Rumble." And that article was written by friend of the podcast Maria Salas. What well, if you're big, you gotta play big. Breeding ground. The Warriors boost the NRL runner-up and two-time Toyota Cup champions in New Zealand's Rugby League talent pool is only getting deeper. There were never any questions for Jerome Ropatai about what he wanted to be when he grew up. In a country where the majority of young boys dream about one day becoming an All Black, Ropatai was one of the talented football heads who wanted to play the other code. It was always the Kiwis for me, Rupertai said. I've never played a rugby I've never played a rugby game in my life. It's never seemed attractive to me. I supported the Allbacks quite a bit, but playing it never entered my mind. Now in his tenth season at the Warriors, Rupertai's early attitude towards rugby league is something that is building across the Dutch. While key figures in New Zealand rugby league always knew those attitudes existed, it seems no matter who you asked, everyone agrees it took the introduction of the Toyota Cup to show the rest of the competition just what kind of talent the country was breeding what quite a lot of Australian people don't realize is that we've never had the same pathways and structures in place that the young Australian players had have had for such a long time says warrior recruitment and development manager Dean Bell with the advent of the under-20s competition we're going to be a club who can benefit from this most that instantly gave us a pathway to help develop our players one of the biggest benefits that we have here in New Zealand is the fantastic gene pool that we've been able to pull from. The young Polynesian boys have got the right phys- physique and skill set for rugby league. What they probably haven't had is a large degree, in a large degree, is the right kind of support to become professional footballers. Certainly that's what they need now, and I know we've seen the benefits of it. I've given them a reason to stay in the country too. We probably won't be able to keep them all, but from the Warriors' perspective, we try to keep all the ones we can. Things used to be different in New Zealand. Before the introduction of Toyota Cup, the pathway to playing in the NRL used to be much more confusing. For kids who had come up of playing union or league at school, the options were continuing on with or picking up union, playing against older blokes in rugby league and hoping the Warriors' development team knocked on your door, or being poached by an Australian club that moved you away from your family at a very young age. The result was many potential young stars uh, getting lost in the wilderness. A big change from now where they play Warriors strip in the 20s and are watched by both New Zealand and Australian audiences weekly. What the change in the pathways has done has really showcased a lot of talent that we've had in New Zealand for years, which rugby has always scooped up, says Ropatai. I think we're now realising, and Australian clubs are now realising how much talent there is over here. I think for the Warriors it's beneficial because a lot of those kids come from places not far from here and would like to stay home and around their family. And the Warriors are the closest club that they can do that. There's no shortage of talent in this country. The loss of players to Australian clubs has also long been a concern for New Zealand Rugby League, which which doesn't want its young players to be lost to the world of professional sport without the support of family and friends. When I first started at the NZRL, we really looked at putting pathways in place to keep kids at home, says NRN, says New Zealand Rugby League CEO Jim Doyle. You look at the NRL and the Toyota Cup, there are a lot of kids over in Australia playing there, but are also a lot of kids who get over there and don't make it. It's really good that we've now got things in place that, that they get to stay at home with their families and go across at the right time. In the past, they had no choice. We got to 15 or 16, and if they got pretty good, we had no choice but to go across to Australia because there wasn't really anything in New Zealand to do unless you went to play rugby union. Now there are structures in place to keep them at home. Naturally, success in the NRL, Toyota Cup, and even New South Wales Cup has turned the spotlight onto New Zealand more than ever before. The reigning premiership winning coach at the Toyota Cup level, John Auckland, still has the talents of Carlos Tumi Wavi, John Palavi, and Omar Salamakahel, among others, at his disposal, and the NRL team created a fan frenzy when they did the unimaginable to come back from the first round loss to feature its last year's decider. As former Warriors coach and current NZRL football manager Tony Kemp explains, the club's success only strengthens rugby league in New Zealand. It certainly helps when the the Warriors are doing well, Kemp says. Rugby League over here has a very big viewership. I think the Warriors will find it hard in the under-20s to lose the final, then win, because they're picking up kids at most of the country. But you look through most of the NRL, every NRL club is basically at the New Zealand-level secondary school tournament, trying to pick up kids. Regardless of where they're going, one thing's for sure, the game in New Zealand is stronger than ever before. Oof! I mean, that's back in 2013, we've seen New Zealand do great things, but they still haven't reached that pinnacle of, of the NRL final, and uh, GF, so I wonder if, winning it that is, we can see a lot of New Zealand talent spread across the entire league, and I wonder if losing the Toyota 20s had a big impact then on New Zealand and its development, because this is all about how great the Toyota Cup is, and of course we lost that um, in 2018, 2019, so... I sincerely hope that all of those New Zealanders out there, and if you're out there now listening, I sincerely hope that you are having to play this game, beautiful game, but not having to leave your family and that they still have pathways in New Zealand. Hmm. Well, that's all the words we've written for this week. This podcast is beginning its big exit. We're hoping you're enjoying all the extra social stuff we're putting on, like the team lists, the little trivia things, the uh, delicious centrefold from each of the big leagues, and putting up the article from that Footy Smiles If you think there's more that you'd like to see or if you're just super enjoying them, please make sure you're liking them, retweeting them, getting around that stuff, showing them to other people because we would love to share the smiles across the community. Enjoy your pre-season for another week and we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous.